Uh, joining us down the line to talk all the latest from the world champs is a former bronze medalist uh, at the World Championships in Athletics, Matt Shervington. Matt, welcome to the program. G'day, Matt. Great to be with you on a uh, pretty special day for Australian track and field with another world champion crown, just our 10th, which is quite unbelievable considering some of the names that have gone before Eleanor Patterson, Rob DeCostella, Kathy Freeman, Sally Pearson, Steve Hooker. So she um, etches her name alongside some pretty amazing Australian athletes. So it was a, a big day for the sport. Yeah, it certainly uh, is. Now, can you tell us a little bit, bit about her 2.02, the final yeah. uh, score? And uh, I mean, it's just such a remarkable effort, uh, a PB mm. and um, just a great performance. So could you tell us a little bit about her? Yeah, she's quite a um, reserved, shy, uh, humble athlete. Um, grew up in, in country Victoria. She, uh, only a couple of years ago, was, was going to give the sport away. She, she hated it. Um, she, she didn't like where her kind of career path was headed um, down in Victoria. Uh, she, she looked around for some other options and, and met a young man by the name of Alex Stewart, who would eventually become her coach, who... Is based in Sydney um, and a, a former uh, long jumper, triple jumper, um, married to um, another athlete called Nicole Bogman, who was a former long jump Australian uh, record holder. Um, so Eleanor made the choice to, to come up from country Victoria and um, move to Sydney, uh, completely new surrounds, and, and train with Alex and um, alongside Brandon Stark, of course, who uh, Commonwealth champion in 2018 and, and uh, finished fifth at the Tokyo Olympics himself in the high jump. Um, so she, she made a, a, a bold choice to come up. Um, the last couple of years, she's been cruel by injury and uh, even heading into the Tokyo Olympics was battling with stress fractures in her back. So um, she hasn't had a good run into a major championship until this year. So earlier on in the year, she competed at the World Indoor Championships and uh, finished second, and uh, that kind of thrust her onto the world stage and started to realise that there was an opportunity for her potentially at the the big meet. Um, Having said that, she had never cleared two metres outdoors um, beyond that that World Indoor Championship. So um, for her to come into this, she had to find a personal best, and that's exactly what she did today. So she not only cleared two metres, she cleared two metres and two centimetres, and that is an equal area record, so Oceania record, national record, um, combined with Nicola McDermott, who's now Nicola Olaslagas, um, her married name, uh, who we all know uh, did that amazing performance and, and jumped 202 in the Tokyo Olympic mm. final um, and got silver. It's just uh, it's a remarkable effort and uh, two great Aussies there uh, in, in the jumps and, and we've had um, some fantastic uh, female athletes in the jumps this year because uh, Eleanor Patterson is a now only medalist uh, from Perth uh, in the pole vault. Nina Kennedy with a bronze at yeah. 4.80. What a great result there. Yeah, just an amazing uh, story. I mean, Nina Kennedy also is one of those athletes that was cruel by a, a poor build-up to the Tokyo Olympic Games. She got caught up in this uh, American athlete's COVID situation. He tested positive. They were at the training track. Um, only moments before that, and they had to isolate. I don't know if you remember that story. And Nina was one of those athletes. Curtis Marshall was another one, um, a male pole vaulter. Uh, their coach, Paul Burgess, as well, was caught up in all of that. Um, we knew that she could do it, Nina, and we were hoping that Tokyo was that moment for her, having jumped uh, 4 metres 82, a national record, earlier in 2021. But it didn't happen for her. She had to wait a little bit longer. 
Um, but what an amazing performance a couple of days ago where she was in that final, the sun was shining, uh, she jumps four metres 80 and puts herself in a medal position, um, all but needs to just uh, get get to the end of the competition and she got that medal and uh, had a crack at, at 485, didn't quite work out for her. But um, do you know what? She's still young. Uh, she's a, a great character. She's got a, a great mindset. She's a real go-getter, uh, world juniors um, medalist as well, and, uh, of course, national champion, and now bronze medalist at the world championships. Uh, the world's her oyster. She's a, a great athlete and someone definitely to watch at the Commonwealth Games mm. in the next couple of weeks. So how are some of our other Aussies faring? I believe Matt Denny finished uh, pretty well yeah. today in the discus. Yeah, he went well. He finished six. Um, and, I mean, Matt Denny, of course, uh, has been on fire this year, uh, throwing upwards of 67 metres and putting himself in the mix for potentially a snagging a medal. It was one in 71 uh, by a guy called Shay, who is six foot nine. He's one of the biggest uh, athletes at the Games, and he absolutely dominated today. But great to see the big man, Matt Denny, out there. And, uh, you know, still amongst the top eight in the world, which is where he deserves to be, finishing sixth. So the thing I loved most about the competition was Brandon Stark, um, who I mentioned earlier, who is his roommate, was sitting in the crowd. And if you had been watching the athletics, you would have seen a sign held up by Brandon saying, that's my roommate, Matt Denny, out there. Go roommate, Matt Denny. So <laughs> it, was, um, it was quite a nice way to support him. It certainly um, is. Yeah, go uh, ahead. We saw Stu McSwain, we saw Stu McSwain in um, one of the boilovers uh, events of the World Championships, the 1500 metres, who Jakob Ingebrigtsen, who is the Olympic champion, has been unbeatable, near unbeatable the last kind of uh, half decade, uh, was a hot favourite to go and and win the 1,500 metres again. But Jake Whiteman from Britain, a Northern Irishman, has come out and absolutely destroyed him in the last 100 metres, came home and won the gold medal. But the cool thing about that was the ground announcer um, at the actual World Championships and the man that had to announce him for his gold medal was his dad. So that was the connection there. So Stu McSwain finished in ninth, another top 10 performance for him. And he just you know, solidifies his um, world-level uh, performances in the top 10, and he did extremely well. The one to watch tomorrow, um, Matt, is, is a great one. So um, Sarah Carley in the semi-final of the 400 metres hurdle. Sarah, if you know anything about her, she had a shocking injury uh, in the gym in the lead-up to the Tokyo Olympics where she severed her carotid artery. Um, she dropped a bar on her neck and... Um, was close to bleeding out and, and dying, and she had to recover from that. She, she managed to do that and get to Tokyo. She got ran out in the first round, but she's back and, and on fire and through to the semifinals tomorrow. So if there's one event you're going to watch tomorrow at the World Champs, it's that one. All right, 400 metres hurdles. Uh, stick that one into your diary. Now, uh, what are the conditions like over at Oregon there? Are we, can we expect to see any maybe world records being broken at this World Championships? Well, maybe. I mean, the 200's going to be hard fought, isn't it? Arian Knight, this 18-year-old freak, and I say that in the nicest possible way, uh, in the 200 metres is, um, you know, could do something very special. He's up against Noah Lyles, his compatriot, um, who's, uh, you know, been one of the, the standout 200-metre performers in the last couple of years. But if you're looking, the sprint world, if they're looking for another Usain Bolt, Arian Knight might be the guy. He is so cool. He's nice and relaxed. He's only 18 years of age. I mean, get this, he's going to be 
He's already run the World Junior record, and he's still going to be a World Junior for the complete 2023 season as well. So um, he's run 1949, which is the fourth fastest 200 metres of all time, and he's only 18. So um, watch out for that. Um, Shelly Ann Fraser-Price is going for the double in the 200 metres. She looks fantastic, along with the other Jamaican girls. So um, there's plenty to watch, and uh, I think it's only going to shape up well for the close of these games and then the leading to the Commonwealth Games and spare a thought for the athletes because all of these events have been kind of backlogged because of the delay of COVID and uh, they've got a World Championships, Commonwealth Games and the European Championships all in the one year. So plenty for athletics fans to sink their teeth into, but the, the athletes are going to be pretty buggered by the end of the year. Oh, it's all happening. Uh, just a quick update. How did uh, Rowan Browning fare in the, in the 100 metres? I saw the three US uh, boys took over I mean, yeah. and won... Uh, gold, gold, silver, and bronze there. But uh, how did Ron yeah. Browning fare? Yeah, Fred Curley winning out that hundred meters, and he's really um, put his name in the mix to be someone to watch out for in the next couple of years. But Ron Browning, um, mixed, mixed lead in for him. He he struggled for a bit of form in Europe. He did manage to find a ten oh eight in Switzerland just before the World Championships, and and went over with the hope that he was um, progressing his uh, his performance, but. Um, Unfortunately, you know, the cut and thrust of the 100 metres, he ran 10.22 in the heats and it wasn't enough to progress through. So um, all eyes for Rowan on the Commonwealth Games now. Uh, the good news, as opposed to the women's sprint, the good news for the men, and as you said there, top three are from, from the States who, who won the 100 metres and it looks like it's going to be a battle between the Americans again in the 200. They're not going to be at Commonwealth Games. So... It might be slightly weaker. Um, the Jamaicans aren't as good as they used to be in the Commonwealth Games um, competition. So who knows? Rowan Browning and uh, the, the relay teams might, uh, might snag a medal here or there. And just lastly, uh, Matt, before I do let you go, um, the spikes. So what's an update yeah. for us there? Uh, are they causing <laughs> some false starts, are they? Um, I, I don't know if it's the spikes or the sensitivity of the blocks themselves. So for those that don't know, if you... If you react less than 0.1 of a second, so you're talking about the tenth of a second, if you react faster than that, it's deemed, so 0.09, it's deemed as a false start. So the idea is that the gun goes off and you react and the human body cannot react faster than the tenth of a second. It's just not physically possible. So if you apply pressure slightly before that, then it's deemed a false start. So we saw a couple of days ago quite a few. Um, in the leading to the hundreds and it was quite frustrating for, for people watching on and the fans in the stadium you could hear the boos around the crowd and some of the best athletes being ruled out as well I don't think it's the spike I think the sensitivity of the blocks is is um, you know wound right up and the athletes just have to make sure that they don't apply that pressure before the gun goes um, I mean the spikes are you know they're a, bo they're a bone of contention anyway at the moment because hmm. they've got um, this, like the Nike ones, I don't know if you've seen them, but they've got this whole pad. It's almost like a trampoline underneath them um, in the forefoot. And uh, it's giving the athletes some, some great uh, ground to push off. Um, I like it. I think, I think the progression of technology is only continuing. If everyone has access to it equally, then I think it's only, it's only fair. Um, and we all want to see people run faster, jump higher and, and go better. And uh, if the technology is in the spikes and can let them do that, just make sure you don't fall start. <laughs> yeah, all right. Uh, well, there you have it. Uh, plenty going on in athletics right now. We've got the Commonwealth Games not too far away. The World Championships uh, in full swing. Matt, it's been an absolute pleasure chatting here on the program this afternoon. Thank you very much for your time. Yeah, go the Aussies. Thanks, mate. Appreciate it.